How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. You'll spend your time relaxing on cool, white, sandy beaches and floating in healing blue water. You'll meet locals brimming with gratitude for an island that redefines what a paradise can be. You won't just feel great. You'll feel relaxed, renewed, and ready for life. That's the Aruba effect. Plan your trip at aruba.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. to the Career Musician Podcast. And now for your host, music director of the stars, Nomad. Welcome to episode 13 of the Career Musician Podcast. My name is Nomad, host and founder of this fantabulous show that we got here on the internet streaming airwaves. And I am really stoked for this episode because you know what? It was super spur of the moment. And let me tell you, this gentleman that I spoke with briefly, it was in a car ride. Uh, He was transporting me. I believe it was probably from like the hotel to the airport or something like that. Uh, It was after the gig uh, the night prior. And man, what an amazing person and source of information he is. And just so humble Uh, but yet knowledgeable and just a really cool guy all the way around. My point with this episode is that I really want to stress the fact that, you know what? You never know who you're going to meet. So be nice to everybody at all times, in all scenarios, under any and all circumstances. In short, don't be a jerk. Be nice. (laughs) Uh, Look, I'm guilty sometimes. I can be cranky and tired, especially while traveling. You know, sometimes you have a late night. You don't get done until 1 a.m. You're back to the room and you have a 4 a.m. lobby call. That's three hours. You got to pack. You got to try to sleep. You got to get cleaned up. You know, look, man, traveling is rough. So especially for those of us who are on tour or even do spot dates like myself, the weekend warrior dates, it can still be challenging. So my point, once 
once again, be nice to everybody. Keep an open mind. And without further ado, check out this awesome interview from this awesome man, Cecil Guyton. Hey, Pantheon listeners, Christian Swain here. You caught me just finishing up some editing on Getting Real with John and Beth. I want to share my first experience with Factor Meals for you. I think you'll find this interesting because I bet the same thing happens to you. I had just received my first shipment from Factor Meals the other day, and I was excited to try one of the prepared restaurant-quality meals for myself. Anyway, I was working away and noticed it was very late, and it was my night to make dinner. I jumped up and headed to the kitchen, went to grab the ingredients for the dish I was going to make, and realized I was missing a prime ingredient. Well... I could make a run to the store, or I could make one of my new factor meals. <laughs> Actually, the choice was easy. I grabbed a cavatappi, an Italian-style pork ragu with garlic broccoli, heated the oven per instructions, and minutes later was enjoying a very delicious, nutritious, and dietitian approved meal. It really was everything factor meals said it would be. No prep, no mess meals. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Take it from me and head to factormeals.com slash pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. That's factormeals.com slash Pantheon50 and use the code Pantheon50 to get 50% off. Okay, so uh, Nomad's Place, uh, I'm here with Cecil Guyton in Chicago. And Cecil is not only a driver um, for many of the artists that come through Chicago, literally everyone from the Rolling Stones to the Grateful Dead to uh, Babyface or whomever, you name it, Cecil's there uh, driving them. But also Cecil has a good foundation in the music industry and some history. And uh, he's much more than just a driver. He's also well experienced uh, stage production, you know, as a production manager and various things. Cecil, talk a little bit about your background. Uh, well, for the last 25, 26 years, I've been working in a, a number of, uh, of positions with Elder Barge, uh, from tour manager to promotion to business manager. Um, and, you know, he's been my primary for the last you know, seven or eight years. I've uh, worked with a few other artists here locally. Um, have toured extensively with him. And, uh, you know, just learned from a great number of, you know, other masters that I consider the masters. Uh, you know, the guy I consider my big brother, Eddie, Eddie Kendricks, was someone who took me under their wing early and, and taught me a lot about, you know, recording production and, and about how, how to, to, to be a professional, which is very important. Right, right. And now, uh, also, you mentioned that early on you, you were fortunate enough to hook up with Lionel Richie and learn a lot and work for him as well, right? Actually, the, the first person that ever paid me, or first group of people that ever paid me for doing anything, I ran errands for the Commodores. I was about 16 years old. You know, and the, the funny story is is that uh, I would uh, the first time I took my sister to where, the, where they were performing, um, they carded my sister and I had to vouch for it. I was 16. <laughs> so. Now, and, and for the younger listeners who might not be uh, familiar, Lionel Richie is, was the lead singer and, and founder of the Commodores, but also he's a solo artist. And also, even before that, Eddie Kendricks is from the group The Temptations, The Great Temptations. Right. So, uh, you know, the, these are historical figures. Now, something that's interesting, uh, Cecil, is you know a lot about the music industry, but you also know a lot, a lot about the actual creative process. You were talking about stacking vocals in the studio and multi-tracking and 
Uh, tell us about your you know, experience on that side of things. Well, I, I've got a cousin that lives in Detroit. His name is Kevin Crosby. Uh, Kevin uh, has played with a number of people, but uh, one of the people that he recorded with was Alicia Myers. And, uh, you know, I would go into the studio with Kevin and, and you know, the stories and the, the lessons that I'd learned from Eddie Kendricks had, would just flow back through me, you know, and, uh, and how you could take a 16-track analog uh, recording uh, uh, process and, and enhance it by stacking the vocals and, and doubling the stacks in two different tracks. And those were some of the things that my cousin used to do. Those were some of the things that, that Eddie talked to me about. Um, you know, and, and when you listen to people that know what they're, what they're talking about, if you listen real hard, you'll learn something. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so, like I always say, it's best to keep your mouth closed and your eyes and ears wide open. Yes. Yes. Yeah. That's awesome. So, and and you know, the the thing we were just talking about now, which perhaps is the most prominent concept on everybody's mind right now, is shifts in industry and technology, and it's happening all around us in every single industry. We can draw parallels. Uh, we, you drew the parallel earlier. I was talking about how the music industry is going through the change of how consumers purchase and listen to music. Well, conversely, you said as a driver, you're seeing the change happen with the advent of Uber. Yes. You know, so speak a little bit on that. I mean, you extremely profound how it, like you said, it's everywhere. Well, you know, technology is, is here, here to stay, you know, and what we have to do is we have to adapt and learn how to use it to our advantage. Uh, I think a lot of us have been resistant because it's, it's these old school ideas that we know will work and you know the the new concept of technology is is not necessarily unproven but unknown to where it's going to take us but it's going to take us very far um you know we were talking about the the shift in in the music industry and my comparison was was that you know four years ago when uber was first getting off the ground that a lot of people didn't understand the concept and didn't think that uh uber would would change the industry but you know, I've seen Uber dramatically change this industry, uh, the industry of, you know, car services in America, uh, actually in the world. I mean, uh, you know, and and because of the technology that they use, uh, it's made being able to have a driver and a car available to you at, at your fingertips. Right. And, and eventually that's where recording is going to go. That's where, you know. Well, it's already gone there. Right. Really. Garage band on <laughs> right. Apple. Oh man, music keeps us youthful, doesn't it? It's really cool because where else can you have all these different cultures, these different styles, personalities, and age groups come together to make something so united? Perhaps music is the most universal language, but also the most uniting unseen force that humans have the ability to create and communicate through. I find it very interesting that Cecil brought up the shifts in technology. As a driver, that's an excellent parallel, um, you know, with the advent of Uber and the modern recording technology that we have, basically one and the same. However, you can either sit there and kick and scream and say, man, forget that, I'm not going to go with the technology, or you can get on the boat and make it happen, Cap'n. So let's set sail, shall we? You're listening to the Career Musician Podcast by Nomad.
on listeners, Christian Swain again with something every podcast listener and music junkie needs to hear. As I'm sure you can guess, I listen to a lot of podcasts. I also listen to a lot of music, so having high-quality headphones and earbuds are absolutely critical to my day. Oh, and I have numerous pairs. In fact, I have a junk drawer of used devices that have bitten the dust, so I've tried them all. Recently, I was sent a pair of earbuds by Raycon, and the first thing I noticed was the cost. Uh, Looks like their products are about half the price of other premium brands. Okay, that's cool. And the reviews seem pretty stellar. Okay, checks that box. So I got my Raycon Everyday Earbuds, a nice packaging to open, and what I immediately noticed were the pack of ear tips for sizing. Uh, I'll tell you, I have small ear canals. Uh, I know, a flaw. So to see choices for the best fit, uh, especially while exercising, (laughs) oh yeah. And yes, they were immediately comfortable. Sound quality was great too. Plus I have three EQ options that I love because I like more bass in my music and less in the podcasts. Eight hours of playtime for the battery is great as well. Surround sound, noise canceling, and awareness mode all included. I think I'm in business, and I just realized I've had them in all day. Like I said, super comfortable. Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order plus free shipping. That's right. You'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. I come from a, a background of, you know, of a lot of great musicians in my family. Uh, my aunt was, was very close friends with uh, Cannonball Adderley. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I knew Joe Zabanu as a kid. I met mm-hmm. George Duke when he first started mm-hmm. touring with, with, uh, with Cannonball. And I've watched their processes over the years change with the times and that's why George Duke remained relevant. That's right. To, 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 to he died, you know. Till he and God rest his soul. Yeah. He died way too soon. Yes he did. Man, yes, this he is did. this is great because that, that speaks on the final thought here of we were talking about earlier, music the music keeps you young. Yes it does. Right? Yes. And not only does it keep you young as but as long as you adapt. Yes. As long as you learn how to adapt and go with the flow mm-hmm. and, and, and be pliable. Right. Right. Because right. if you're rigid you're gonna kind of sink, yeah. In yeah. The, you know, in the. And, and and I truly believe that that you know I, I like I was telling you earlier I'm 60. A lot of people don't believe that I'm 60, no, but he, he does not uh, look 60 at all, ladies and gentlemen. You know, my body tells me that I am. Though. <laughs> but you know, I, I think that one of the things that have kept me young is the fact that I've worked with so many great young musicians, and right. you know, I tell older guys my age that you know a lot of a lot of us don't want to embrace you know, new genres of music, you right. know, like neo-soul and hip-hop. Right. Hip-hop's here to stay. It's, oh, <laughs> come on. It's been, that's been proven. By the way, right. I just want to say, 60 is not old. I didn't want to make it sound like 60 is old. Yeah, 60's the new 40. It so, is. Uh, it is, sorry. without a doubt. I mean, and again, technology in the health field. Yep. You know, yep. it's helping people, you know, as live longer. So, but you're right. And hip-hop is here to stay, just like, you know, uh, rock and roll was, just like the blues. Right. I mean, you know. Right. I mean, I mean, you said so many things. Cannonball, Adderley. I mean, we're talking about you know going back in history one of my main focuses is always you know reverence you have Mm -hmm. to respect the past you have to respect the history and and the foundation of which everything is built upon that you're operating on today right so if you don't understand who came before you and what they had to suffer through because let's face it touring for cannonball adderley 
was a hell of a lot different than touring for a, a musician today. Yes, without you know? a doubt. Let's I talk mean, about the struggles that those guys faced back then. I mean, man, that's intense. Well, and the reason why my, my, my aunt and Cannon were so close is that when Cannon would, and George talked about this, when Cannon would come to a city because in the South, segregation prevented them from staying in any of the four or five star hotels, they, they usually would just mingle with the locals. Right. And so, uh, because my aunt was a musician, right. and uh, he, they knew some of the same people, similar people, um, she started. He started hanging out at her house because her house was party central. Wow. You know, and and you know they call it the, the Chitlin Circuit. You know, right. and all of those right. artists performed on the Chitlin Circuit. You know, matter of fact, I tell people the story that when I was a kid in elementary school, we had an art teacher. Her name was uh, Ann Scott. And I don't know where Ann Scott is today. I don't know where she's living, but she really, really, in, in, you know, impacted my life. Well, Ann Scott was, she would underwrite shows for promoters, white promoters who couldn't come into the black community. Hmm. She would be the face of the promotion, you know. And so she would bring these guys to, to, you know, some of the people that she was dealing with, everybody from James Brown to Lou Rawls to Jackie Wilson. She'd bring them to school. It would be like show and tell at school. So, but but I was real close to her. You know, she was one of my first influences in the business. And I guess I was maybe about 11 or 12 years old and she was around the corner from my house at um, Reverend N.H. Smith, who was the pastor, historic black church in Birmingham by the name of uh, New Pilgrim Baptist Church. New Pilgrim is where Joan Baez came and performed during the civil rights movement. But Reverend Smith lived around the corner from us. I was real close to his, his kids. And so I was riding my bicycle and Ann Scott sees me and she motions for me to come over and she's standing there with this tall black guy with a big pompadour hairdo. Mm-hmm. And uh, she said, I want to introduce you to somebody. This guy's going to be a star one day. She said, this is James Hendrix. Oh, wow. And it was a young Jimi Hendrix who at the time was a side man <laughs> with uh, the Osmond I Brothers. knew exactly what you're talking <laughs> about when you said Brothers, that, yeah. You know? and, and so, you know, these kind of experiences wouldn't happen somewhere else. Segregation made it possible, you know, and, and, and I tell a lot of people is that I knew that I was growing up in the middle of history and I, and I, had, and I had a front row seat. It, but the fact that you recognized it is huge. And let me just say, everyone, young, old, in between, I don't care, keep yourself open. You never know who you're going to meet, who you're going to be around. You know, uh, a, a very wise pastor in Nashville told me, uh, Pastor Merritt, he said, you know, you never know who you're going to meet. Yeah. So be be engaging. Talk yeah. to people. Don't yeah. be don't be afraid to talk to people. And but you don't also, know how they might impact your life. Too. That's right. But yeah. also, don't just talk about yourself. Try to listen to what they have to say, right. their experiences. And that's exactly what we're doing here. Yeah. You've shared so much, man. I mean, it's been enlightening. It's been, it's been my pleasure. Yeah. You know, I, it is also, it was also awesome watching you perform last night. Oh, you know, thank uh, you. You know, you are a a, mas- a maestro on stage. Oh, thank you, sir. <laughs> you know, yeah. to be able to play and conduct at the same time is something that, you know, I can't even play, let alone conduct. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's so. funny. For, you you kind of have to focus on one thing at a time. So yeah. you, you start playing and then you grow into the other things. You right. Know, so. yeah. Well, thanks so much, Cecil. Yes, All right, man. Yeah. <laughs> American Criminal is a new true crime podcast from the studio behind American Scandal and American History Tellers. Every week, you'll fall deeper into the riveting stories of the country's most clever, craven, and cruel criminals. Fraud, theft, murder, and worse. 
Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the whole story until now. The debut season tackles one of the most sensational cases of the 20th century, the Menendez murders. In 1989, young Lyle and Eric Menendez brutally shot their own parents. Prosecutors and the press said it was a multi-million dollar inheritance that led two greedy rich kids to murder. But the picture-perfect facade this Hollywood family built hid troubling abuse. Could these teenagers have been driven to kill? Or was it even in self-defense? Listen now. Go to AmericanCriminal.com or search for and follow American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Reverence, my favorite word when it comes to music history. Listen, gang, we have to revere and respect those who came before us so that we could do what we do now with such freedom. Think about the close, close ties and intricacies of the civil rights movement and music. If the civil rights movement didn't happen, we wouldn't have music as we know it today in America, okay? If it wasn't for the African-American culture that came over with the slaves, we're talking about these spirituals that they sang and then how it cultivated itself and they morphed it into church and gospel music and then it morphed into the blues and then that morphed into the next you know rendition permutation of stylings if you will with rock and roll and r&b and everything else but let me just say this we are very very fortunate because we have this rich musical history and culture so please Take the time. If you don't know about the cats that came before you, do some research. Because everything we do on our instruments today and our vocals has been done. I could almost guarantee it. And it's really cool that we get to do what we do now. So go back, check out the greats. I mean, look at Cecil here. He was hanging with Jimi Hendrix. He met Jimi Hendrix, Eddie Kendricks, Lionel Richie, Cannonball Adderley. We're talking about the bebop days. We're talking about the man who reinvented rock guitar as we know it. We're talking about the temptations. I mean, there's so much rich history. And if it wasn't for these people in his life that he mentioned by name, now that's reverence if you ask me. If it weren't for those people, he wouldn't have had these opportunities. So I just want to say that I'm grateful and that I do not take it for granted of all those who came before me. And I am happy to make Cecil's story known, even if it's just this little 12-minute interview. But you know what? Let's all rejoice and celebrate together because music is uniting. If you've enjoyed today's interview, be sure to leave a review and subscribe to the Career Musician Podcast. For videos, tips, tricks, and more, go to nomadsplace.com. I'm just a nomad, nowhere man Writing the songs in this one-man band A nomad, yeah I'm a nomad, yeah. 
What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money. 911, what's your emergency? Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would they shot? Would they shot? Would you kill? Yes. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, The Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at intohistory.com.